everybody, Josh Sigurdsson of World Alternative Media here, and we're joined once again by the Liberty Advisor, Tim Pachot, and we've got a lot to go into today because, as people probably have noticed at the pump, the gas prices are absolutely through the roof. I, I don't think we've ever seen anything, at least in our lifetimes, like this. It is absolutely cataclysmic, what we're witnessing, and it's being blamed on everything and anything under the sun, but today we're going to try and unpackage this a bit. Tim is a certified financial planner, and you could become a client of his at the libertyadvisor.com if you're in the United States. And um, he has some good insight into these issues. So we're going to break this down shortly. But before we do, I wanted to look into some of these articles. So Zero Hedge uh, headline says, the options are looking pretty bleak. California gas prices sprint past $6 per gallon as uh, Mendocino uh, station approaches double digits. Absolutely crazy, especially considering last year, uh, Tim and I were doing, actually in 2020, Tim and I were doing videos talking about how, you know, the oil prices went negative and absolutely insane. But uh, now we're seeing basically the opposite. No one can afford it. And there's a lot of reasons uh, that we'll go into shortly. But also this out of CNET.com, it says gas prices are at record high. Here's why they won't drop anytime soon. In 13 states, a gallon of regular is averaging more than $5. And um, then there's, at the same time, we have these issues with inflation. And as we recently uh, did a video on, Biden is blaming Putin. He's blaming the pandemic. He's blaming basically everything um, except for, and it, not even himself. You shouldn't be blaming himself either. You should be blaming the Fed, because the Fed is what is printing money. And under Trump and under Biden, they printed insane amounts of money. Um, more, I think it was 25% uh, of all currency ever printed was printed in the year 2020. Amazing. When that reaches market, uh, the inflation goes up. Oh, that's probably just Putin. I mean, it's so absurd. But as this Daily Mail article says, Biden claims his administration has achieved the most robust recovery in modern history, despite gas prices more than doubling since he entered office, approval in his handling of the economy plummeting, and inflation at a 40-year high. You know it's bad when mainstream media leftist rags are basically saying, hey, uh, Biden, yeah, uh, no, this is this is pretty bad. I, I don't know what you're talking about. And, you know, every president touts job numbers, but they don't actually quote, you know, the labor force participation rate, which is obviously a huge indicator. And finally, one other article that I wanted to bring up here, just another headline out of Zero Hedge, restaurants adding inflation fees amid razor thin margins. So we got a lot to unpack here, Tim. Uh, first of all, I wanted to hear your thoughts on why we're actually seeing the, the gas prices go up so enormously. Like people could say, oh, well, Russia this, Russia that, or whatever. But I mean, the reality is we're just witnessing inflation from so many different angles, from meat products to just, uh, you know, if you want to buy a gun right now, it's, it's, it's sold out basically everywhere. Things seem really chaotic. And then you go to the pump. If you want to get anything shipped, there's already a collapse of the supply chain. You go to the pump and it costs you an insane amount of money. I have a good friend that we both know um, that uh, is a trucker and he was doing hauls and had to park his vehicle because gas prices were too high and he wasn't actually making profit off of it. What is causing all of this to occur as we um, witness some of the highest gas prices in history? I think the gasoline prices were the most obvious 
thing that would explode underneath the Biden regime. So, I mean, if you actually go back to January 6, 2021, what I was doing, and I don't trade a lot, I'm not a day trader, I'm making more uh, longer term projections and longer term prognostications on where things are eventually going to go and try to get there ahead of time. But the big thing I was doing January 6, uh, and I was telling people too that I thought it was going to be a contested election before the election and telling people it was going to be stolen before on video uh, and, you know, February 2020, even having the states on listed on a PowerPoint, except for Georgia, that would be stolen. So, you know, you got to listen to someone who actually, you know, has a track record on some of this stuff. But what I was doing on January 6th is I was trading and buying oil stocks for my clients because I knew that with what they wanted to do, and I'm saying this for the podcast listeners in air quotes, but for the green agenda, what they wanted to do was, uh, you know, we're going to spend, you know, $1.9 trillion. We're going to build all these new roads. We're going to have everything go green. Well, what is a big component of building a road? It's oil. A big component of a lot of things are petroleum-based products. And so I knew that, okay, on the one hand, if you're shutting down domestic production and you're doing all sorts of things to stifle, uh, you know, more... Uh, you know, oil creation in this in this country coming on online and you're penalizing oil producers. Well, then obviously, you know, what's going to happen is you're going to see and, and as people you know, are coming back online from the pandemic uh, playing out and now they're actually starting to, you know, go out and do things again. Well, then you're going to spend see, money into the economy. Yeah, you're going to see demand rising while supply is being cut. And then, you know, basic economics 101 means that you're going to have to, you know, move out, you know, the price of things. And so that was, you know, pretty much like the most obvious uh, thing, uh, you know, that that there was in terms of what could go up in price inflation. Now, you mentioned the Fed printing money. Now, that is a component of it, obviously, for the overall inflation. And actually, I think I've heard anywhere closer from 65 to 80 percent of all the money in existence, if you count 2020 and 2021. So, I mean, just a huge amount. But really, you know, we talked about this in the last video that I was in, that you you what is rare about this time is that you're actually having the dollar getting stronger. And, you know, I'd refer people to the dollar milkshake theory and why that will happen. And, and you know, it's not really popular amongst our crowd to talk about why the dollar is going to be getting stronger. But eventually, you know, all roads lead to the dollar uh, eventually losing reserve status. And, uh, you know, all roads lead to hyperinflation, whether it's, you know, deflation and everything crashing and then needing to print a bunch of money and then going to hyperinflation or if we skip the deflation and this go right to hyperinflation. Both and, then, and then we move into a great reset and new currency reset and probably digital and all that. But um, just uh, trailing back to, uh, to to the gas uh, price issue, which I, I kind of wanted to get into a little bit more is the uh, fact that, you know, big oil was monopolized by the state in the first place years ago. Then they banned all the alternatives like and then they come in and say, oh, well, we need to ban straws. And they come in with all this climate change nonsense. And now these oil companies seem to be part of this control collapse. They seem to almost be involved in some ways as far as like them supporting this oh, yeah. green, uh, you know, this green revolution, it's called. There's no actual revolution. It's a government just pushing things down our throat that eventually lead to us being tracked and traced, carbon credits, social credit, etc. But the point is, there, like these big oil companies are just as involved. And I think all along they were trying to make people dependent on one system so that they can pull the rug out from underneath people and basically collapse that entire system as far as supply goes. And then 
then guess what? Everyone's in fear. Everyone's dependent. And they're so easily controlled. You'll own nothing. You'll be happy because the government will come in and save the day with food rations, free homes, and uh, a new, like, green way of travel, which is, well, carbon credits and, and basically these Bill Gates highways that, that they're building everywhere that stop people from going to, from point A to point B eventually without these carbon credits. They're already doing it in China. They're doing it in countries all around the world. They've done that uh, with uh, carbon taxes in Canada. They, they've done that in places like Norway as well. There, there is such a huge amount of, um, you know, tension building up and it's all created on purpose. It was all meant to happen and now we're in this predicament. So, I mean, going forward, like what, what is one supposed to do about these gas prices when they, uh, you know, they need to get to work and they're giving up like a, a part of their wage every day, a, a, a good chunk just trying to get, get to and from work because they're paying these insane prices. Yeah, I mean, that's obviously not like a super easy question to address because, you know, obviously if you can do something like you know, working remotely, but not everyone can obviously re work remotely, that would probably be the best thing to do. And But again, maybe that's part of the agenda to keep us isolated. And I feel bad that I've got like an olive drab green shirt on as we're talking about all the screen crap that's going on that wasn't planned. But I mean, the main family that's behind all this was the Rockefeller uh, family, who are the ones who brought us big oil. And now the Rockefellers are pushed. It's a Rockefeller Foundation, along with New York Stock Exchange and Intercontinental ICE, which is uh, not, you know, not immigration, but the Intercontinental Exchange that owns the New York Stock Exchange. Uh, and you can go to their own website. We now we weren't you know, planning on talking about this. Now this was scripted, but it's, it's called a natural asset corporation or natural asset class. And basically what they want to do is take, this is the Rockefeller Foundation, wants to take large swaths of the environment, basically like wall it off, create ETFs on there. Then we'll have carbon taxes that will then pay for, you know, the elite to have their own like walled off garden type areas. And it's like, oh, you know, the Rockefellers, yeah, like they really care about, you know, uh, you know, going green when it was the Rockefellers who gave us, you know, big medicine and, you know, and standard oil. Yeah, through, obviously through Standard Oil. So it's like, wait, we, we, we're so the people that want to be the stewards of the environment and stewards of going green are the same people that brought us big oil and the same people that brought us big medicine and all the corporatocracy. Well, that's the thing, Tim. I mean, the the biggest polluter in the entire universe is the government, and then they're going to come in to stop um, pollution or just like they're going to stop all the murders, all these shootings by taking away the guns, even though they're the biggest MVPs for, of murder and they've killed millions of people worldwide and staged proxy wars everywhere. Oh, they're going to stop theft on the streets by, well, increase, well, technically they, they've failed dramatically because crime rates are skyrocketing, because, but that's all by design. But the point is, oh, they're going to stop theft when they're the biggest thief in the world. They're just taking everyone's money uh, at, at will and, and, you know, spending it on murdering kids and polluting the world more. Imagine that. It's always double think. Yeah, or they want to, you know, wreck Russia's economy, so they're going to, you know, punish Russia, and then now Russia, you know, the ruble pretty much has, it might, I'm not, I don't have the numbers in front of me, but I think it's like, is like the strongest currency here today is yeah. is the ruble, so, you know, good luck, you know, good good job, government, you know, now the ruble is the strongest one there is out of all of them, uh, you know, relative uh, year to date, which is, well, you know, just hilarious. Well, and Tim, they're, they're blaming um, the Russia-Ukraine situation for the gas prices, and they're saying the Putin gas price hike, that's what Biden said the other day, the Putin gas price hike. Can you just unpackage that a bit? Because that is that just seems so off and so wrong when he's the one that's canceling pipelines. He's the one that's shutting down all these projects and um, taxing the hell out of these companies, too. And, and again, like I said earlier, those companies are pretty willing participants. But the point is, uh, it, obviously, the government mandates, the government restrictions, the government regulations, um, the red tape plus inflation are playing into this. So what do you think when you hear, oh, the Putin gas price hike? 
I mean, it's just it's just absolutely ridiculous because, you know, some of the main things we've been warning about for years was I actually thought there was going to be, you know, dating back to 2013 when, you know, a lot of the Azov battalion overthrow of Russia, Ukraine stuff was going on way back then. I thought the big play was to, and, and now this was before like Klaus Schwab's reset, but I thought the currency was going to be a, a reset. And the best way to do that would be to have some outside actor like a Russia or a China getting into a war with them and then saying, oh, everything was going great. And, and, and if it wasn't for this, because they can't admit that the whole system is one big systemic fraud. Now, getting back to your point, in terms of a pooty poop being to blame for everything. I mean, it wasn't an accident that on January 6, 2021, that I was going and buying oil stocks for all of my clients. It, that was not an accident because I knew that, you know, everything I just said before, that if you're going to cut supply domestically, well, then also, you know, having more demand coming online, while then having more demand through, you know, that $1.9 trillion boondoggle that luckily didn't get passed, that obviously, you know, all roads, no pun intended, are going to lead to a higher oil price. And then now Putin would be to blame for this. So they get a scapegoat. Now, I thought they're going to use, uh, use that also as an scapegoat for the Federal Reserve to uh, not have to sell bonds off their balance sheet and also not to raise rates. And we did predict on video uh, four minutes into the video. So it's not like I had a thousand predictions and like three came true. Uh, I had like three main predictions in our video. And it was like war with Russia and Ukraine for the our end of your video. It was, you know, it's been way too quiet on the gun front and they're going to be. So when was at the four minute mark? When was at the hour seven mark where we said, you know, it's way too quiet on the, on the gun front and they're probably going to come after the guns before the midterms. Yeah. And also, um, I already forgot the third one, uh, you know, monkeypox. So four minutes into the video, talked about monkeypox being the excuse for the Federal Reserve to then be able to print more money. And so here we are, you know, it's beginning of June, all three of those have already come true. But the monkeypox is just weird how they're going to, not to divert it into the monkeypox conversation, but how they're going to use that to then, you know, maybe as predictive programming to then be able to, uh, you know, scare people that in the future. And I, and I will give credit to, you know, obviously Alex Jones and uh, Greg Reese for having that report, which, you know, helped, you know, make me, you know, think about that. And I think one of the most important skills anyone could have is being able to take information and discernment and see who's basically telling the truth, who's lying, who's trying to propagandize you, uh, you know, and, and just kind of taking in different narratives from different ways and then trying to then uh, see what is the best narrative. And so, right. unfortunately, that's why people like Josh and I have been kicked off YouTube and Facebook. And that's why a lot of, you know, the best people out there are not uh, there anymore, because, you know, the, the media wants to be able to control the narrative and tell you what to think. I mean, there's people at CNN who are like, oh, you know, don't look at the WikiLeaks. Uh, it was a Chris Cuomo, like only we're the ones who are allowed to tell you what to think and how to do this stuff. The most trusted name in news. Right. Okay. Yeah, sure. I mean, even even like you and I saw the other day, and like I had yesterday, I was just telling Josh, I'm like, I'm like, Josh, did you see who's the head of the new UN disarmament, uh, the president? And I'm like, just give me the most ridiculous guess possible. I'm like, and every time, I'm like, no, more ridiculous, like the most ridiculous guess possible. And spoiler alert, it's North Korea. North Korea is now the head of the UN as a president of the UN Disarmament Committee, yeah. uh, it just goes but, perfectly with, uh, you know, Saudi Arabia and China, who yeah, were previous well, human rights. It's all it's all double think. But to get back to the subject of uh, gas and inflation, I, I do think that all this is by design. The whole idea is all these things are different pieces of the same puzzle from the pandemic to um, the vaccine uh, kill off the eugenics experiments that are going on right now and uh, the side effects of them being autoimmune disorders and that being shingles and they could blame uh, it on monkeypox 
stocks. And then at the same time, the supply chain collapse, which also affects gasoline dramatically. And of course, inflation and, uh, you know, war. And <laughs> you could just keep going. The gun grab. I mean, all of these things, they're all based in uh, Aurelian double things. So they always give you a solution that is what actually creates a problem in the first place. It's like free health care, even though free health care just leads to health care being more expensive. So it means that it's a, a perpetual, uh, you know, circle that just adds to more and more theft, more and more taxes. And again, all these are, this, are, are pieces of a puzzle, the same puzzle. And it's extremely important to understand that every one of these things is interrelated. So going into inflation before we finish off this video, Tim, I mean, when you have restaurants adding inflation fees, I mean, this is the shrinkflation, the, you know, food's getting smaller, but stays the same price. And then there is the just basic inflation. You go get chicken at the store and it costs like eight times more than a year ago. It's insane. And, and you, in many places, it's even even worse than that, especially more remote communities, because then it's also playing into the supply chain issue at the same time as inflation. Uh, I mean, you have and, and they do other things like let's say you had a thousand dollar iPhone and now the new iPhone is making up a number is now two thousand dollars. So that would be 100 percent inflation from one iPhone to the next. But what they'll say is, oh, the new iPhone has 10 times more features and it's faster and better and more gadgets and better camera. So actually, even though it costs twice as much, it has 10 times feature. So it's actually, we're actually going to relate it as def deflation, uh, as in, you know, the price is getting cheaper, even though the yeah. price costs twice as more. That's a hedonic adjustment. Now, I wrote a book on this 16 pages long, and it's basically how they rigged the unemployment numbers, the GDP, and the inflation, and it's how they rigged them, not just like complaining about it, it's how they're doing it. And it's, it could have been 200 pages, it's only 16. Go to the website, thelibertyadvisorshow.com, sign up for the email list, and then you'll get that book for free. And if you already know this stuff, you can then send it to other people, because it's free, because I want people to have the information to be able to have our kids not live in this technocratic hellhole. But what is going on right now with you know the 8.5% stated inflation, which obviously is probably more than like double that. Mm. But this is pretty much like the best case scenario uh, is this like slow roll, you know, everyone going broke safely or slowly type route is sort of the, uh, you know, best case scenario for what's going on. Now I'm saying this somewhat cynically because, you know, I know, uh, and you know, how this eventually ends up playing out. And it's going to play out that when you've got, you know, unfunded, you know, $200 trillion of unfunded liabilities through Social Security and Medicare. I think they just came out the other day and said uh, lowered their trajectory in terms of you know when uh, those programs will run out of money and become insolvent. But when you're at this point when you need to just you know have you know trillions of dollars a year just to pay unfunded liabilities, then pretty soon like interest on the debt might even like eclipse a trillion dollars at the rate that we're going. It's basically game over. Everybody knows it. And so they want to have other people and other bad guys to blame things on and so putin is an obvious way to blame things on but you know taking control of what you can do yourself now most financial planners out there are using you know one to two percent inflation adjustments and they're doing little financial plans that are showing uh you know you know hey these investments are going up seven percent per year or something like that well if you're you know, 65 years old and have 40% of your money in bonds, you're going to be absolutely wrecked because how this how this works is I should just you know use the market board behind me, but it, it sort of works like like a teeter totter where when rates go up, the underlying values of the bonds end up going down. So if you have a million dollar 10 year duration bond, rates go up 1%, your million bucks is now $900,000. Rates go up 2%. We're not giving crazy tinfoil hat type numbers here. Like if rates go up 2%, which the Fed says they are. Uh, then your million bucks would be now closer to 780 and you've got to wait 10 years to get your money back, but now the horses have ran out of the barn. So people invested in bonds are going to get absolutely wrecked. I'm not giving financial advice on here just you know, for informational purposes, obviously do your own research. 
And so all of these projections that financial, the average financial planner are going to use are basically going to be worthless because, you know, if you're assuming 2% inflation and then you get 8, I mean, basically every single plan on the planet will blow up if you use 8% inflation versus 2. Uh, not to mention the real inflation rate is probably closer to 15 to 20, you know, if you go to shadowstats.com, which is... Uh, uh, John Williams uh, website. And so right now, I just want to let people know, like these are the quote unquote good times. Two years ago on March 6, 2020, I said that we'll look back from this as the good times as they use all these crises uh, planned or not to take away our freedoms. And, you know, and I think that, you know, nailed it then, unfortunately, because I wish, you know, we're not nailing this stuff. But, you know, these will be looked at as the good times when inflation really starts kicking up, especially since, you know, the Biden regime wants to, you know, give themselves a pat on the back of how great of a job they're doing. But this then plays into their agenda to then, you know, invest more in green technologies, invest more more in solar and invest more in all the same crap that we know we've been hearing that they've been pushing this is a deliberate demolition of the country a deliberate shutting off of the energy and you know it wasn't an accident that i was buying oil stocks on january 6th for my clients and it's not because it had anything to do with january 6th it's because oh well at this point biden's definitely getting in the q people fell for it and now uh you know it just is what it is now yeah well i think uh it's pretty obvious that all of this leads to one place uh you know tyranny comes under the guise of convenience as i always say so and this is a war on humanity and the idea is that we have all these different things that culminate with people the uh, the general public no matter how awake they are most people will be begging for help begging for relief from what's uh, coming to them. And so they'll ask the government for help. That is all, like, you could be, the, the government will, and the Fed will shove you down a bottomless pit, and um, the only way up is to grab their hand. That's the whole purpose. The creator of the Federal Reserve System, James Warburg, who, you know, was Daddy Warbucks in the play Annie, he was modeled after, said we shall have a one, this is the guy that said the Federal Reserve, said we shall have a one world government. It's only a matter of consent or conquest. They realize conquest doesn't do that great of a job. So like your point, you need people to beg for the quote unquote help and the help is gonna be, oh, you know, we broke your legs and here's a wheelchair, except this time uh, we made you poor, here's a CBDC, here's your universal basic income. And at that point, they're gonna have you by the you know what. And that's why we're looking at moving out into a farm yeah. and uh, being able to be self-sustainable and practicing what we're preaching right, right now, because it's gonna be that dire. Right, well, I mean, the idea is uh, they break your legs, put you in a wheelchair and the wheelchair only moves if you have a good social credit. So otherwise you're just stuck there with broken legs in a chair. So I think really what, what we're witnessing right now is the great reset there's two ways out of it there is go along with the government become dependent own nothing and be happy quote unquote as the government feeds you food rations that are full of gmos and mrna um you know vaccine you know poison or uh you know per perhaps uh you know have a house that monitors where you are has cameras in it sees what you're doing at all times of the day monitors everything in your entire life and controls your your mind your thoughts your energy all these things and eventually just disposes of you like Logan's run um, after a certain amount of time where you're not necessary or not ne you know, you're not needed in the world anymore according to the state according to the globalists the other option is being self-sustainable growing your own um, being able to catch your own fish being able to build uh, your own structures, being able to dig your own wells, being able to have long-term storable foods, which I say all the time, whamsurvival.com. I have long-term storable foods that you could buy as well as at heavensharvest.com. You could go and get long-term storable food as well as um, heirloom seeds, which are going to be extremely important. Get 
seeds now. I mean, seriously, uh, it's very important for you to have this backup. Seeds will just grow your food for the rest of your life. I mean, it's very important to understand this. Get out of big cities. That's the idea of Agenda 2030, is to get people into big cities, control them with technocracy to the point of them begging for more technocracy, and then they, again, dispose of you. They want to kill you off. They want to destroy the human in the person. So it's not just eugenics. It's also, as James Patrick, who was recently uh, on our show, who uh, did the movie um, Planet Lockdown, he recently mentioned something very interesting to me in one of our interviews, which was the idea of dysgenics, which is basically they don't have to kill you. They could just kill you inside, basically, and destroy you from within so that you become a useless, wandering tool of the establishment. And that is 100% what they are doing right now. On top of the murder, then they have the, re the remaining people and they utilize those people as basically cogs in their system. Pawns to be sacrificed for the king and the queen in the grand chessboard of globalism. So as we enter this new world order, and we already are in one, but they're creating a new technocratic version where they destroy the soul and the human and basically destroy empathy and consciousness and make us robots, which robots can uh, replicate us in every single way except for empathy and consciousness, which then makes them psychopathic. So again, they want to create, they think the only way that humans are going to keep up with this technology is by themselves being non-empathetic drones of, uh, you know, if sad excuses for so-called human beings. Just destroy the human in the human. And that's why I always say, this is a war on humanity. And if there's a war on humanity, the solution is to be more human, be more conscious, be more empathetic. And a big part of that is also what the basis of humanity is itself, which is individual responsibility, which is survival, which is freedom, empathy, all those things are actually synonymous and build upon each other. And I really urge people to get out of big cities, prepare yourself, stock up, and also get out of the banking system. In my opinion, you should get the hell out of the banking system. With bail-in regimes coming in the cashless society and the Amero or the world currency SDR system based on social credit, you should be out of the banking system because no matter what, no matter how secure you think you are, bail-in regimes, impossible to get around that and to do a run on the bank in a cashless society. Impossible. You are essentially enslaved to the banking system and then the state and everything they want from you in, a, in the desperation and the struggle that comes with that. Um, with that said, I believe in gold and silver. I believe in things like, um, you know, decentralized, uh, properly fundamentally useful blockchain technology. I know they're using blockchain technology against us, but a big part of that would be privacy coins. Privacy coins, in my opinion, are extremely important in the future. It's the only way, in a lot of ways, that people are going to be able to make payments between each other freely without the eye of the state watching them and that eye in the sky controlling their every move with their money. If you can't control your money, then you are being controlled by other people and those people have very nefarious plans for you and want to destroy you from within. So again, check those links below my friends and um, if you want to become a client of Tim Pachotes, go to thelibertyadvisor.com. We're going to be doing a lot more videos right away and we're working on a lot of stuff off camera. So uh, bear with us as much as you can. We're trying our best to make sure that you guys have content all the time and you guys can learn from um, the things that we're seeing uh, happen around us and maybe build upon that and uh, build a better life for yourself and your family going forward. So stay tuned for much more. Um, this, this inflation is going nowhere 
but up at this point with interest rates going up in a crisis they are ready for the big boom at this point they're they're like let's just let's just throw all of our cards at at this issue at the same time and see what happens and see how panicked and and how much order they can get out of the chaos from the people yeah they're going for broke absolutely so anyway i appreciate everyone watching check those links below as i say all the time go get funding.com patreon subscribe sir we have a paypal address we have a bitcoin address and we have a coin tree link with multiple different cryptocurrencies that you can uh donate in if you please as well as our epic fund me campaign where you could use epic cash a privacy coin um epic cash is based on the mimblewimble protocol um also we are on telegram world alternative media we're on we have our telegram channel world alternative media announcements we have our um uh, our newsletter www.iambanned.com and of course we have our teespring store where you could get merchandise as I've been mentioning lately, we're on band.video now. Um, thanks to Michael Zimmerman and Alex Jones for giving us a place to speak. And, of course, we, we are on Rockfin, where you can get exclusive content if you go and sign up for Rockfin. We put up uh, documentaries exclusively. We have Q&As coming up right away. We just need you to send your questions in first before we can do the Q&As. Those videos will also go up on Patreon and Subscribestar as well. And, of course, uh, we have our amazing affiliates. As I mentioned, whamsurvival.com for uh, long-term storable foods. We have other storable foods as well at uh, Heaven's Harvest, as well as heirloom seeds and um, water filtration units and uh, survival resources. So go to that site and use code WAM, that's W-A-M, and you um, get free shipping on all of uh, uh, any of that in the United States, for the most part, ex excluding a couple products. Um, and of course, there is rncstore.com, Richardson Nutritional Center, your source for Laetrile Online, made famous by G. Edward Griffin's book, World Without Cancer, get your apricot seeds, Laetrile, amygdalin, and vitamin B17 there. And of course, speaking of G. Edward Griffin, the Red Pill Expo 2022 is coming up right away. So check out our affiliate link below for that, July 9th to 10th in Indianapolis, Indiana. Um, and a lot of people are going to be there, Dr. David Martin, G. Edward Griffin, many, many more. So check um, that link below. We're on BitChute, Odyssey, Rumble, and Brighton World Alternative Media. We're on Hive, Steemit, and Float.app at, at Josh Sigurdsson. Tim is on uh, basically all the platforms as well at the Liberty Advisor. And of course, I'm on the bad guys, TikTok and Instagram, World Alternative Media, as well as Twitter and Getter at, at World Alt Media. Check those links below, my friends. Podbean. Uh, Podbean. Yeah, of course, we're on Spotify, Podbean, worldaltmedia.podbean.com, uh, Opera, Apple Podcasts, all those. Give us a good rating on those. I don't know how much longer we're going to be on there, but we'll do our best to, well, actually, we're not self-censoring, so, you know, if they kick us off, whatever. But for those that want to listen to us, they can go on there. I'm sure many are right now. Um, and, of course, uh, make sure to hit that like button, share on social media, hit the subscribe button, and hit the notification bell if it's there. And we appreciate it, my friends. Until next time, this is Josh Sigurdsson and Tim Pachote signing out from World Alternative Media. Find the truth, be the change. I'm sure you have already changed people's minds in your young age because you're involved and I like that.